Hi, I'm Debbie Georgiatis. Welcome to my show, America Can We Talk. Today, we're going to talk truth about the Italian job and America's elections, huge day in America, DC on January 6th, People and Pence, and the Georgia Senate races. And of course, I'll tell you why these stories matter to you. Stay tuned. Debbie Georgiatis, host of America Can We Talk, is an author, attorney, and political analyst whose mission is to inspire the American political conversation about preserving liberty in the best country on earth. And hello again and welcome to America Can We Talk. We are not going to do our first five today, as we almost always do, instead we're going right to an interview. We have online Maria Zak. She is in the Washington, D.C. area. She is the founder of an organization called Nations in Action, and she is going to be telling us um, about a, an affidavit delivered to Congress today on this extremely important day in America, January 6th, as the Congress is reviewing the um, electoral votes coming in from around the country in the midst of obvious you know, widespread concern about their authenticity. She is the founder of, as I say, Nations in Action, and she's also her organization has partnered with another group called Good Governance, um, the Institute of Good Governance. They together put some information coming out of Italy related to our elections. And without further ado, and this is the breaking story of the day and maybe the year, this story about to hear, Maria Zach joins us live. Hi, Maria. Hi, Debbie. Thank you so much for having me today. So glad you could come on. Well, I didn't want to spoil your story at all. So I know you delivered an affidavit today in Washington to at least a couple of people in Congress um, and the president's chief of staff coming out of Italy that's relating directly to this whole issue of election fraud in America. And I want to let you just tell our listeners what it was you delivered. Yes, ma'am. We are very thrilled to partner with the Institute for Good Governance and Nations in Action shares the same passion for honesty and truth in elections. And so we have done some substantial research over the years. I've even been on the recount teams over the years, including the 2000 recount team. And what was troubling in 2016 in the elections and 2018 with uh, Broward County, we exposed that fraud, but never in my life did I think we would have the opportunity to see what uh, act that we have seen in taking the election theft to a whole new level. There's so many variations and kinds of theft, but this orchestrated theft that took place in America that is breaking today, and thank you for helping us break this story, we actually know the person who actually committed the act of uploading the software, where they did it, how they did it, and that has been put into an affidavit with the top lawyer of Italy and, uh, and was part of a proceeding, a judicial proceeding in a federal court in Italy in the past couple days. So news has been breaking. Italy did it is the uh, global trending hashtag. And it is for a reason. This happened. It's very real. The president is right. Foreign interference did occur and people need to be prosecuted in our country who actually participated. So that affidavit, as you said, was drafted and uh, submitted to Congress at 112 this afternoon, as soon as we could get it over safely. There are people who have their lives at risk 
for wanting to save our country. They know it's that important. Many believe like what we did as America for Italy in, in World War II, that it was time for them to repay saving America. And that's exactly what they did. They stepped up amazing patriots. So I want to be sure what our listeners are understanding this affidavit you're describing. I have it in front of me and I may even read it at some point in the show, but the person is talking about what was uploaded was the instructions to flip votes from Trump to Biden on the evening, late evening, November 3rd, early November 4th, as as the votes are being counted in the uh, unsettled states. This person is attesting that he was the one who is who uploaded the instruction to a satellite owned by Leonardo, that uh, the Italian um, cybersecurity company, a government contractor, uploaded the instruction to to change those votes in America from Trump to Biden, and that went up to a Leonardo-owned satellite back to servers then in Germany and ultimately back to America. So this is the proof that votes were shifted by foreign powers in our 2020 November elections. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. This person has said very uh, uh, precisely that he has been an employee of Leonardo SPA. And Leonardo is uh, a very large, I believe the 11th largest defense contractor in the world. And so we need to think about that, that they have received over a billion dollars of American taxpayer dollars during uh, this past year. And yet they helped orchestrate, according to this gentleman, the theft of the 2020 election. This is the piece that Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and everybody has been begging to have and to see because they knew something was wrong. And I think voters in their heart knew something was wrong. But what's amazing is that they were never quite able to get that missing little piece, that little nugget of who, where, and how. And the why is certainly impossible to believe in some respects, but we must stand up for truth and do a full investigation. I know members of Congress are calling for that, but this now takes away the need for an investigation because we have the person who is admitting to the theft of the election. You know, I was going to do, you, you kind of jump right to where I wanted to go, which is many of us have been watching the election results of November 2020 and just watched as during the counting of votes on election night and watched that it was very obvious to people paying attention to especially the states that are often swing states that Donald Trump was on track to a clear and easy victory and maybe not easy, but a clear, solid victory in those states. And then counting stopped in many of those states. And among many things that occurred, uh, mail-in ballots were dropped, but also it appeared data appeared to have been changed. And the next morning, who knew? It turned out Biden won all of those states. And so the questions people have been asking, everyone working on behalf of President Trump been asking is, Basically, who's the big orchestrator? I mean, there are, there's obvious evidence of election fraud, election theft, vote fraud. Who organized it? Who did it? And how? And what you, Maria Zak, and Nations in Action are bringing forth for the members of Congress to see is this is who did it. This is a person acknowledging that he did this. He changed this data out of Italy. In fact, I have the person's affidavit, and I'll tell my listeners, if you like a copy of the affidavit, you can go to our website, americacanwetalk.org, 
on the home page under shows, drop-down list of links. We have a, we'll have a copy of the affidavit uploaded there later today. And what this person writing the affidavit is saying, he, he is describing what was acknowledged in a deposition in an Italian court, and this person who actually conducted this switching of the vote. So now, Maria, who did you give it to in Congress? Actually, a very good man that I've known for a, a couple decades now, Congressman Barry Loudermilk of North Georgia, is a dear friend. I was trying to send it to Jody Heiss, who is also amazing, and I sent it over to Devin Nunez's staff, whom I have been speaking with for some time. I've also met with uh, Louis Gohmert's staff for a long time to let them know that it was coming as well. So many of the members of Congress knew that there was a problem and that we were identifying it and, and still pulling together the research. We just didn't realize how much information we were gonna get. And that's what's been really quite telling because it was simply a man who has extraordinary IT experience. He's a senior software engineer at Leonardo. He is not someone new, he's not someone unknown. And uh, there were a couple of articles that struck early in Italy right after our election and Leonardo reacted differently, as did the country. They started firing their heads of telecommunications and cybersecurity and suddenly had uh, people arrested. And we thought that was rather peculiar and that helped us pull the pieces together. But this man said to his wife, I don't understand why we are interfering with America's election. And that's how it happened. That's how things started to spiral and get back to us in our research and, and investigations with the Institute for Good Governance. So we're very grateful for that relationship. They are an extraordinary organization also committed to good governance that, uh, that is so sorely needed in America today and in other countries. Because if we cannot have a safe election, nothing else matters. And no state legislature should allow what took place in these uh, affidavits that are in the state legislatures. And I've reviewed many, our team members were poll watchers across the United States. And these people are great Americans who would never lie and they're there to, to make sure it's a safe and secure election. But they too witnessed that the machines were going online and uh, and they were not supposed to be. So uh, there was a connection from some of our poll watchers, even in Georgia, all the way back to Italy with uh, with the theft. So people knew something was very wrong. Maria, what's your understanding, uh, if any, about, so these individuals working, this individual who's acknowledged what he did working for Leonardo, there were, there was talk in some of the Italian media about the apparent involvement or connection some way to individuals in the U.S. Embassy in Italy. Is, what is your knowledge, if you have any, about whether or not U.S. officials were in some way involved in this? Sure, we have been informed that Prime Minister Conte was very, very involved in this and one of the uh, senior staff at the embassy. So we are asking for a full investigation of the embassy, the State Department personnel that have been in that embassy. We want a seizure of all their equipment, their phone records. We want uh, a, a full transparent investigation to help Americans know what that involvement was. We want full prosecution. We have heard that members of our CIA were involved. I believe he's got that in his testimony. And uh, that, is, that is quite shocking to, to us as taxpayers and Americans that our, 
uh, own countrymen would betray our country. And we had it on good authority that uh, the senior staff uh, foreign officer, he retired just a day or two before the election to ensure he didn't lose his pension. So we also heard that he had great involvement with General Claudio Graziano and was often seen walking across the street to the St. Regis for meetings and it was to help orchestrate this. General Graziano is also the head of the EU military uh, command and is on the board of Leonardo SPA. So we have a, a um, real mess on our hands, honestly, and America must stand up and say, we deserve full transparency. Conte needs to come clean. We need General Graziano to be dealt with if he had any involvement at all. And I ask that the intel community, uh, certainly the uh, intelligence committees of the House and Senate immediately conduct investigations into Leonardo's activities and, and the findings from this affidavit. Could not agree more. I mean, the avenues of investigation that America should undertake are, are enormous. But on the immediate front, we sit here on January 6th as United States Congress is going through its constitutional obligation to review the Electoral College votes coming in from states where now on many fronts, the legislatures in those states are aware that they unknowingly, in most, in maybe all cases, most cases, certified what they now understand to have been fraudulent elections. So don't you think it ought to be incumbent on these members of the House and Senate to find some basis to suspend the count of the electoral votes coming in and, in my view, what I was hoping Vice President Pence would do, but he has apparently declined to do that, go back to the states where there is a question about that they, some of them sent in two sets of electoral votes, send back this information. I mean, isn't it big enough information that those states should be afforded the opportunity to look again at the data in their states and make sure that what they're sending in about the result, results of their elections is consistent with the truth? Absolutely. This is not the smoking gun. This is the actual hand attached to the smoking gun. Yeah. So we know this person did it. They're admitting to doing it. And they know that they're willing to sacrifice and risk their lives to come forward and give this information. So every state should be taking this as serious as possible. They have been duped. Those uh, elected officials, I know in Georgia, some dear friends of mine, people I supported publicly uh, for public office were vehemently opposed saying there was no fraud. Well, I've been a candidate on the ballot in Fulton County, uh, uh, Georgia in my past. And I can tell you fraud is rampant there. It has been existing for decades. We all know it, but this just took it to a whole new level. And because of the chaos of all the different types of, of uh, corruption, we just kind of had this lurking back noise that something wasn't right when the votes actually switched. So those states should immediately, uh, and most of them are going into special session at the beginning of the week, they should immediately see what they can do about retracting their, their electors and um, putting the proper slate forward. I believe that uh, Congressman Loudermilk at 5 p.m. today in just a, a half an hour will be uh, conducting uh, the Georgia uh, investigation on the, uh, on the House floor if they actually can regain uh, control there in the 
capital, but we need all those states to investigate this thoroughly. It's it's not even an investigation at this stage. It's a, this happened, now what are you gonna do about it? And they don't have a choice. If they do not pull back, they are committing crimes because this is blatant evidence and we know it happened. So um, my good friend, Brian Kemp, I'm happy to say has been advised of this a few weeks back. I was able to, um, to message with him and he has been waiting patiently uh, for me to get the proof to him. And that's what a lot of people didn't understand. Some of our, our good guys actually knew more than everyone else that we were working on something big. We knew we had credibility with these members for our long uh, years in, in work in this arena. So they, they've been trying to be judicious about what is it that we can actually prove. Well, now we were able to deliver that proof to Congress and to the legislatures. You know, I'm actually surprised to hear you mention Governor Brian Kemp because there was great concern that he was um, at a minimum uninterested in understanding, digging into what election fraud seemed to have occurred in Georgia. And you're not saying that Brian Kemp is, Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia is aware of this or will be aware of the actual affidavit. And uh, so then I guess all of us ought to expect him to step forward and begin a more serious investigation of what happened in the Georgia elections, both the presidential election and actually the election that occurred yesterday for the United States Senate, where we uh, had the apparent slim victories of both Democrats uh, running and, and obviously loss of both Republicans. I want to ask you, though, uh, with respect to this affidavit information you've gained, is this, are you aware of whether or not what the information that was being sent from Italy up through their satellite, the Leonardo-owned satellite to Frankfurt, then back to America's servers, this involves the Dominion servers, is that accurate? Dominion voting machine servers? My understanding is it does, and that it was 17 states that were impacted. So it is not just the swing states. Now, whether or not it's Georgia specifically, and Governor Kemp asked me that question, and I think that's a very fair question. A lot of people do not understand where Governor Kemp's come from. He's been attacked mercilessly without proof to date that I have seen. And I'm, I'm very concerned when people make accusations and ratchet things up prematurely. Let's, let's let the facts go where they, they should. And for Governor Kemp to be attacked because he was being judicious is really irresponsible. He's a, a good man. I've watched him for decades. He and I ran in a neighboring Senate uh, district during a reapportionment. So my area overlapped with his former Senate district. And I can tell you, he's He's someone who is a godly man and he will do the right thing. So as proof comes out, I have no doubt that he will look at it. He will want to investigate it. And this is a game changer. This is the proof he's wanted all along. And to say, you know, in the past he was wrong, whatever. He actually knew more than every American. So uh, so the, the joke's kind of on the people who attacked him because he knew something was in the works. So uh, I, I, I'm, I stand proudly with, with Brian because I, I know his heart. I know he's a good man. Do I wish he did a couple things different? Absolutely, because I'm much more aggressive in, uh, in, in attacking things like this. And, and that's just a style difference. But you know, I do know that he 
was conducting many hundreds of, of investigations through the GBI, and most people don't even know that was occurring. So I believe it's over 250 investigations, and that's for the local and statewide fraud. And our organization also found 40,000 illegal votes uh, that occurred in Georgia, and we did press releases on that as well. Okay, Maria, I want to go back one quick thing on Leonardo SPA, which is this enormous Italian company. You can think somewhere in the ballpark akin to Lockheed Martin. I'm not saying yes. akin to them in terms of uh, conduct of apparent wrongdoing, but just size, scope, what they're all about. There were, there were news stories in Italy in December about the arrest of certain officials at uh, Leonardo accused of um, hacking in, in some kind of hacking operation, alleged role in hacking the Italian Defense Group's computers. And I believe I read that this is now being viewed as was a cover or a pretext to keep people away from the real story. Do you, do you know about that angle? Yes, ma'am. Actually, Reuters actually did an article as well about the hacking and, and many others. And it does appear now with this evidence coming out that that hack was not a hack. It was actually a protective maneuver to help cover their tracks. So many, many actions happened as things started to unfold and people started to uh, run for cover. Okay, Maria, I want to mention for our listeners also, your organization, Nations in Action, has a great press release out. Um, and so you can, we put it out on our website, americacanwetalk.org, on the homepage, under shows, drop down list of links, but you can also go directly to the Nations in Action website, nationsinaction.org. They have a press release out giving more detail about our story today. But now I want to turn to the affidavit. And I know you've got a lot of people want to talk to you today, so I'm hoping we're still going to, I'll, I'll keep uh, a few more questions if you have time. Absolutely. Okay. So the affidavit that was submitted and now is apparently uh, in the hands, I understand, I think, of Mark Meadows, other people in Congress. Um, this affidavit, to be really clear, is actually spelling out very specifically undertaking the uh, under instruction and direction. And I meant to say the U.S. person. This is in this guy's affidavit. In sworn testimony, November 4th, 20, under instruction and direction of U.S. persons working from the U.S. Embassy in Rome, this person has acknowledged he undertook the operation to switch data from the U.S. elections on November 3rd from significant margin of victory for Donald Trump to Joe Biden in a number of states where Joe Biden was losing the vote totals. Uh, and actually, the person announced it, told where he did it. The Pescara facility of Leonardo SPA, utilizing military-grade cyber warfare encryption capabilities to transmit switch votes from military satellite of Fucino Tower to Frankfurt, Germany. So, Maria, does President Trump have this information yet? I can tell you I had the great pleasure of seeing him Christmas Eve and, and as a devout Christian, I, I had this really neat uh, uh, realization that here was Christmas Eve. I saw him at dinner in Mar-a-Lago and he said, Merry Christmas. And I said, Merry Christmas, Mr. President. This is going to be the best Christmas you've ever had and the best <laughs> Christmas gift because the whistleblower who actually switched the data for the, the vote counts across America is going to be providing an affidavit. And he swung around and looked at me and 
he, I said, sir, if you'll allow me to give you a piece of paper. And my husband, Steve, was so kind to, to have the document ready. And I handed it to the president. And, uh, and so I said, I believe this may count as the best pres present ever. And then it, it uh, also dawned on me, we had the 12 days of Christmas began. And so today we sit at Epiphany yeah. and this release came it was not intentional to wait till epiphany we were trying uh quickly but as i said it's a very dangerous situation on the streets of italy and uh and so we we really really wanted to be judicious in making sure that what we had was factual that these people are telling uh the truth and it's of grave concern that they have pointed to the embassy and the State Department, as well as a certain uh, three-letter agency, which is shocking. And so yeah. we we have a lot of investigations that have to take place because of it. But we're very proud of their heroic nature and, and patriotism for America. And let's hope Americans step up and and show the gratitude for them stepping up because this this was just an employee being told, hey, can you load the software and conduct this exercise? It was not a, a, a malicious uh, event by this employee. So he, he had discovered what took place and, and was very troubled. So Maria, your organization, Nations in Action, you did not withhold this information to wait to spring it on. I, I did think about today being the epiphany. It's also my parents' wedding anniversary, but that aside, a wonderful day, but you did not withhold this information until today. You just released it as soon as you had it securely in hand. Is that accurate? Yes, ma'am. We actually have been working for the past seven weeks, day and night, uh, just tirelessly, our whole team at Nations in Action and the Institute for Good Governance. And we we tried to see people and, and get people to listen and understand what was going on and the actions we had to take place uh, to, to help protect people, help get the information, conduct the proper research and investigations. And it, it was a mammoth effort, very costly effort. And, uh, you know, I was pulling from my savings, doing everything to help fund this effort because it was so important for our country. My sixth great grandfather penned the Declaration of Independence. I am not wow. going to let down our country and, and lose this republic. And I can tell you that we knocked on doors galore and educated folks at all levels, at state and, and federal levels. And, uh, Many people just didn't want to listen, and they were fearing Russia hoax, Russia collusion. You know, it's just the whole mess that happens there, and um, it just shows the the trauma that many people have been under for the past four years. The assault by the left to to mess in your psyche that you have to start doubting things, even when people are saying, "Look, I just want you to look at the facts. Let me let me come in and see it." So I have not had the pleasure of having a face to face with the president. I am begging for a meeting with the president because it is uh, honestly a life or death uh, situation. We we have uh, things we need to do to accomplish because the evidence is actually leading us to a far bigger story. And uh, I look forward to sharing that with you and your viewers as it all unfolds. So Maria, uh, thank you for all of that. You know, one reason I could imagine people you tried to share the story with were a little bit reticent. You're so right about people having heard uh, the Russia collusion hoax, other hoaxes that have been cooked up 
uh, I guess really both, by both sides, but it seems to me mostly by the left, but other hoaxes cooked up. It's almost like a too good to be true story. And I think that people would listen and think, well, this is, you know, the idea we actually know how this happened. You know the entity that uses satellites to transmit these switched votes or to use a common term, the, sw the switching of votes, use a satellite, send it back to America. And so what appears on our television screen is a calculation based on switch votes. That, that is just, it's, it's a phenomenal uh, game-changing discovery. So if you were on the side of the people concerned, I mean, do you know of any so far of what you've uncovered, who you've talked to? Are there any uh, concerns you have about the veracity of the story? Any concerns about the veracity of the people talking to you? No, actually, I have so much more investigative research that is quite mind-blowing and it's uh it needs attention it needs immediate attention by the president and uh we're very gravely concerned about uh any accusations that were made by this individual on uh u.s interference in addition to foreign interference we were told that mi6 was involved and uh that yep. should be investigated as well and it's someone i've met in the past uh as uh, many people may recall the cambridge analytica mess uh in in 2016 and their involvement with facebook so that uh has actually speared a, a little piece out so I, I not only uh, feel 100% that this is accurate information, I think it is going to have a ricochet effect across many countries and you will see uh, Congress have to act. And I, I hope that people like Amy Klobuchar in the Senate will stand up for what she has said all along. I hear she's phenomenal and a very bright person. This is a moment, a clarion moment for her and her legacy as a, a politician. Is she a statesman that's willing to say as a Democrat, this is egregious. We should never allow this to happen. It should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. We should throw everything we have at it because this cannot be tolerated in America or any country to have anybody actually thwart the will of the people. That was one of my last points to say is there ought to be people on both sides of the aisle from very far left to moderate to wherever you put yourself, everyone ought to be thinking we can't have America go forward with as a nation rooted in freedom, a self-governing nation, we the people being the sovereign, if we can't trust our election system. And so therefore everyone should want the truth to come out. And it's probably going to involve people uh, on both sides of the aisle, but whoever is involved, whoever was supportive of it, aware of it, orchestrating it, there's gotta be this passion for truth that should really be on both sides of the aisle. Everyone should care very much. And I, I'm glad you mentioned a, a Democrat. Uh, I would think that Democrats and Republicans should be, be, have a higher goal than just my guy wins or your guy wins, but the American system itself has to win. The system of an integrity in our election system has to win. So if people wanna follow you, follow what you're doing, help what you're doing, donate to it to understand you need donations, to help support the efforts of Nations in Action. Where do they go to find all that? Nationsinaction.org is our website and there's a donate button and above all, a volunteer button. We are nonpartisan. We are about good government, transparency, lower taxes and less government and uh, helping families thrive. And it's 
you know, if we cannot have this basic foundation of transparency and good government and having free and fair elections, we will be no different than having dictators take over in third world countries. So this is a moment for our country to stand up. It is a revolutionary moment. And I believe you're going to see, and we are seeing right here in downtown DC, uh, what's happening where Americans are awake and it is not by party. They know if there is corruption in government, regardless of party, the people need to go down. And we're here to do that. Uh, Maria Zach, this is a great, uh, just a great day for America. A great day to get into the truth, uh, getting a huge fact out there for everyone actually concerned about election fraud. A huge bit of information, more information on your website, more information, your press releases that are available on the website. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Nations in Action, Institute for Good Governance, all, everyone working for you. This is just a, it, it's a, it's a groundbreaking day for America. And I can't thank you enough for all you've done. Well, thank you, Debbie. And we appreciate always having your support at Nations in Action and, and, and being a part of it. And we just love what we do. And, and we're here to help all of Amer America thrive and, and foreign countries as well, because they should never have to run from their countries. So God bless you. God bless America. And I have no doubt we're in for a wild ride and a, a certainly a, a great investigatory look at, at what really happened. I most certainly hope so. Maria Zach, thank you so very much and keep me informed of everything you're doing and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Okay, folks, I'm telling you that is one brave woman and she's been trying and, and she made allusion to something I want to mention to you. Um, this Nations in Action is a group which I, I happen to have been involved in. I know some of the people. Uh, she's the founder of it. And we, we had a call on Monday. This group, Nations in Action, was supposed to be a private and small call, supposed to be, you know, just kind of, you know, a little, a very small call. And basically what you just heard this story, she was putting more of it out in this call, relating what they learned. She put, um, and to be really clear, part of what her group has been doing, the research they've been doing in Italy, has truly uncovered people, players in the Italian government, Italian, um, other officials in Italian, apparently the American government, you heard her mention MI6, there are all sorts of people who are now exposed because of what they have uncovered. They have people who are innocent and trying to protect themselves, like the one who has put the, or the affidavit describing what, what he did in terms of he, he's, you know, he switched the votes that America watched in our election, uh, the votes that flowed back in with our, from our servers on November 4th. There are people whose lives are in danger because they stepped up and spoke truth. So anyway, back to our call on Monday. We had this call, it was supposed to be very confidential, you know, only invited small group. It was being recorded. And I'm not sure how, but someone on the call, apparently later, or not apparently, obviously, uh, released the um, audio of the call. So that call is out there now. Um, and my voice is on it talking to Maria, whom you just met, just saying, you know, I'd love to have you come on the show and talk about it when you're ready to talk about it. But uh, that call is out there. I discovered a new person on um, Twitter, and I wanted to mention this person, because um, there are numerous people who've been closely, closely following this entire situation, um, and just closely following what happened. Uh, and he has done a Twitter feed, uh, a, a long, long list of, uh, of tweets, basically trying to find this guy's name because I don't want to say it incorrectly. Uh, here it is. Okay, so he has put out 
essentially a summary of the entire phone call. It was supposed to be confidential. Someone released it. I've been getting literally hundreds of emails uh, and text messages and, and notes on my Facebook page saying, hey, is that really you? Is this fake or is it real? It was a real call. What she was talking about is what you exactly just heard about. The person who's put uh, great stuff out there about it, uh, his Twitter handle is uh, Kanakoa, and I'm going to spell that for you, K-A-N-E-K-O-A, the great, Kanakoa the great. And so if you're interested in seeing more about what happened on that call on Monday, uh, which was not supposed to be released, but it was leaked, it's out there, um, you can go to his Twitter feed. He... Uh, Break some little segments, describe what's being, uh, being discussed. It's a good summary. This nation's an action group. They honestly knocked themselves out. Uh, as you heard, uh, Maria, she's, a, she's just a go-getter. But that call is out there, and um, that's why once the call was out, I was once I realized someone put the call out there, I was getting back to Maria and her team saying, hey, do you realize someone put this out there? So stories out there, affidavits out there in Washington. Now it's incumbent on people in Washington to decide, are they going to stand up and get to the bottom of election 2020 or not? Other quick stories say I, I had is the, my uh, other next caption. I had DC on January 6th, people and Pence. Actually, okay, I had huge day in, in America. Let's do that. Huge day in America. Obviously, President Trump gave a speech this morning in Washington. You know, millions of people poured into Washington. Uh, you know, streets are closed down um, and a lot of concern um, about safety. So they had huge people, huge rally. President Trump spoke. Um, I did not grab any clips from that. I might do it for tomorrow's show, but I want to just tell you, I listened to a lot of it today while we're, I was getting ready for the show. One thing he said, there was a spirit of we're not giving up. Clear spirit, not giving up. We're going to stay in this fight, which I think for many of his followers is very encouraging because many people, they're not in this fight to say that we deserve to have our guy win. We want Trump and we don't care who really won. We want Trump. The people in Washington are there because even though they didn't have the information you now have, they did know that there was something very, very wrong in this election, that clearly by all sorts of measures we've talked about on this show at length, Trump won by a landslide and um, that is about all there is to it. He won by a landslide and we're watching fraud. We just didn't know how the fraud happened or how all of it happened. But I did have a quick video. I sent Matt a video. Um, this was actually from Sidney Powell's Twitter feed, but just a quick picture of the size of the crowd in Washington. Wanted to have Matt show you that. I mean, it was a massive, massive uh, event. President Trump spoke. Key highlights, you can keep the film up uh, while I'm telling you this, but you know, key points he made was, you know, we are going to stand up, we're going to fight. He also uh, talked about, you know, the Republican Party is pretty much letting us down. I don't know his exact words, but they were along the lines that we might need a new political party. And people, I'm right with him. It's not a Trump party, it's an America party. That is what people are clamoring for, is who in governance today is gonna to stand up for America. Uh, that was a, just a great, um, a great rally, a great bunch of energy there. I have a friend who was there, she was going to uh, call in today, but actually at this point in the day, okay, that's enough of that video. That's just wanted to see how huge it was. Um, my friend and I have numerous friends who went to Washington to be in the rally, and they're honestly, they're kind of all deflated because, as you likely heard, uh, Vice President Pence opened the meeting, the, the famous January 6th meeting, uh, you know, the, which is designed to open the envelope sent in by the, uh, the various states announcing their electoral college choices. And Vice President Pence basically said he didn't have any, um, he didn't have any authority to do anything. Basically, he's just a rubber stamper. So. 
A lot of disappointment there. I'll get to more of that in a moment. But the other point I can make about huge day in Washington was you can see the passion of the Trump supporters who are just the America as founded supporters. And I just want to ask you to make two other points. And they go to my next topic. One point for Joe Biden, who allegedly got 80 million votes, 80 million votes. And, oh, and Trump, they claim, only got whatever it was, 72 million there's nobody in Washington. There's no Biden rally. There's, they, they tried to have a Biden parade of some kind yesterday, I think, day before that. They got, one, they got like five cars and, and, and 10 people. Nobody's showing up. I mean, if you just want further indicia there's, uh, that the, fa- the simple fact is America is not choosing Biden. They're not excited. And there is just no passion for Biden. There's no counter Biden rally. There's no counter, oh, no, no, majority of Americans for Biden, not there. I will also say that the rally today appear, appears to have, I had to turn the TV off to get out from being my show on time, but appears to have uh, ended up in some violence at the Capitol um, and that there are some of the uh, protesters who were there to support Trump who are actually engaging in violence in the Capitol. Uh, to be very clear, President Trump did not encourage violence. No one I know who went to Washington, none of my friends who went to support President Trump, and I have a bunch of friends who went to do this, none of them would ever engage in violence. They wouldn't, they wouldn't break a window uh, in an empty building. They wouldn't do anything like that. But there is apparently violence occurring at the Capitol. Um, I don't know if they're going to try to be really be Antifa people pretending they're part of the pro-Trump crowd or if they really are Trump supporters who are angry about what's happening to their country. But violence is wrong, not the solution, not the way to move forward, not productive. But I'm still hoping, based on what you heard in the first part of the show, Maria Zak and Nations in Action bringing to Washington today an affidavit confirming what happened in terms of the switching of Americans' votes. Maybe we can still salvage this day, this huge day in Washington, because enough people will find spine, backbone, courage, inspiration to say we have to do more than simply surrender. Okay, I want to hit uh, this uh, D.C. January 6th people in Pence just to say, as I was just mentioning a moment ago, Vice President Pence issued a statement, and it's available on our website, americacanwetalk.org. On that website, basically just said, um, in his statement, basically just said, I, I can't do anything about it. I'm well aware there was fraud. I'm well aware millions of Americans believe there was fraud. I'm well aware of a lot of irregularities. I can't do a darn thing about it. Throwing his hands up. That, that's his answer. And I have to say, as I've been saying all along this week, it cannot be, it's just not good enough for America. It's not good enough for America to have the leaders and the institutions of this country which includes the courts, the legislators, the members of Congress, to all sit back, watch mountains of evidence of election fraud, and everybody say, well, it's not really my job. I I can't do anything about it. I mean, maybe somebody else, but I can't. It's time for patriots, time for courage. Not violence, not window smashing, not, uh, heaven help us if there were gunshots at the Capitol, which is one of the rumors I saw, I don't know if it's true. That is not the answer to be shooting people at the Capitol or even firing off a gun in any way at the Capitol, but it is unacceptable cowardice on the part of the elected officials in Washington, including Vice President Pence, including the House and the Senate members, to say, 
You know, I saw there was a lot of uh, fraud, but I can't do a thing about it. What they are saying is the Constitution, because they're hiding behind the Constitution, saying the Constitution prevents me from doing anything. They're saying the Constitution prevents me from defending America. Not good enough. So that was going to say about that. You know, I don't want to run over my time like I quite often do. Uh, on Georgia and the Senate races, I was just going to uh, quickly make the point, um, and I will uh, just in a very, very quick way run by, I'm going to say these stories for tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Okay. Last story for today is just about the Georgia Senate races. Um, yesterday, obviously, they had the Senate races, uh, the odd situation where both senators from the great state of Georgia up for re-election, or it's, it's an unusual situation. But in any case, the point is, I sent Matt the wonderful the election results um, as uh, portrayed by, I think these were New York Times, but whoever, the AP sources. This is the alleged runoff uh, results. Uh, Warnock, uh, who is a Democrat, uh, winning you know, by uh, 50.6 to 49.4 against Loeffler, and the Democrat also running John Ossoff, Ossoff, uh, beating David Perdue, uh, 50.2 to 49.8. And all I'll say is, uh, so that is the alleged result. But I do want to mention, again, just as we saw happen in the, federal, in the uh, national elections, the big uh, November 3rd elections, we have all sorts of anomalies. Things are not, not acceptable, not good. Um, one thing being uh, that there were, and I will show you, there's a picture. I have a friend um, who is in um, Georgia, for these elections, he, uh, he and a, my two, two guys were friends, friends of mine in Georgia, and one of them was actually supposed to be one of the people watching the, the counting, you know, watching the ballot counting. So he sent me a picture of, this is from an email he sent me last night, Matthew Wonderful has it. You see that like the bike rack looking thing, the cage like looking thing? That's where he and the poll watchers have to stand to watch the ballot counters. I mean, it is idiotic. You might as well put them on Mars. I mean, all you could maybe see from that position where he was forced to stand is if someone, you know, walked in the middle of the night with, you know, pallets of new ballots. You might say, hey, you know, something's weird here. Um, but they can't see anything. And the guy, my friend who's emailing me was saying, you know, he tried to walk over by the tables just so he could see, just so he could see what was being counted. And he immediately had, you know, someone come scurrying over. Excuse me, sir, you're not allowed to stand. You can't be here. You have to stand behind that in that cage over there. And he's saying, well, I can't see anything if I stand there. And who are you to tell me? And the short story was that these security officials very quickly came over and forced him back. This does not count for poll watching. This does not count for ballot security. This is a farce, and this is what they did in Georgia, despite all of the previous attention paid in the November 3rd elections to other instances in which the poll watchers were simply prohibited from actually watching the ballot count. One last quick slide to show you. Um, this is from the guy, Kenneth Coe, my new buddy on um, Twitter, but he had um, a uh, just a, a quick chart showing the votes. This was, I'm pretty sure, the uh, Kelly Loeffler race. But, you know, you can see it's hard. To, yeah, good. You can see the red. So she's winning, 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 winning. You can see as the votes are getting tallied. And then we're all of a sudden those blue votes shoot up. A vote spike. Vote spike in blue. All of a sudden, hey, who knew? 
blues ahead again as they had mail-in ballots show up uh, and perhaps, who knows, even more interference with the Dominion voting system um, ballots. My friends, I am trying to make a New Year's resolution commitment to stay under one hour on this show. It's really, okay, don't tell anybody. I'm really supposed to go about 50 minutes, 5-0. I kind of push my luck every day. I'm going to try to stay under one hour for sure. I'm going to wrap up the show today by saying this show today, one of the most important revelations in the entire November 2020 election cycle, probably the whole year, is we have now submitted to Congress an affidavit laying out the individual who did the switching, the electronic switching of America's votes from Italy using the Leonardo SPA company satellite. And that information is now in the hands of members of the House and I believe one senator. And those, that information should be enough all by itself. If every other facet of the election of 2020 was completely clean and straight, that information ought to be enough to spark a massive national investigation, federal investigation, international investigation, to get to the bottom of what happened. That's what ought to happen. We'll all have to watch and see what does happen. But I urge you to share this show, share this, this interview, tell your friends, do what you can. It's, each of us, people sit home, I ask so many times, I get emails, what can I do? What can I do it? This is a huge thing to do. Share this interview. Make sure more Americans understand what Congress now knows, what Maria Zak and the Nations in Action people figured out, that they indeed figured out the source of the magical switch of all those votes from Trump to Biden in the November 2020 elections. At the close of every show, I tell you why the stories we talked about today matter to you. So we start our show today talking about the Italian job and America's elections. Explosive news emerging from Italy could force a nullification. This is my wishful thinking. Could force a nullification of the January 6th Electoral College vote. Four years plus of Obama. And this is, by the way, history. You can read this on our website, americacanwetalk.org. Great pieces up there talking about the longstanding relationship between the Obama leftist regime and the leftists in Italy. Four plus years of Obama history with leftist friends, the Italian government documented Italian involvement in creating and feeding the Russia collusion hoax in 2016 and 2017. You had the Maltese professor, Joseph Mifsud, and the apparent framing of George Papadopoulos. You have four Italian intelligence officers fired by Italian prime minister after a Trump phone call. Emerging information suggests a connection between the Italian government, Leonardo, the intent Italian defense contractor with satellite communication capabilities, Frankfurt servers, and Dominion voting systems. A parent's sworn affidavit and deposition from Italian proceeding includes admission in court of direct involvement in the manipulation of U.S. votes on November 3rd. This may be the explanation for the five-state simultaneous vote counting shutdown. Will any American institution investigate and answer to the American people? And on the huge day in Washington and America, the evidence of a stolen election has been obvious to anyone with common sense since election night. When five swing states were all going for Trump, vote counting stopped, and the next day, Biden won them all, narrowly, after receiving impossible to believe ballot dumps and impossible to believe proportions for Biden combined with the switching of the electronic votes. Since November 3rd, every institution in America has failed to protect America. The Department of Justice, the FBI, the Supreme Court of the United States, the U.S. House of Representatives, the U.S. Senate. Millions of Americans ignored the cold and traveled to D.C. today to protest 
and to support President Trump. President Trump spoke frankly and forcefully. Prediction, the American people are not going away. And on D.C., January 6th, People and Pence, America is not facing civil war. It is awakening to a second American revolution. The American people are not divided 50-50 or anything close. Trump won a landslide. The American people resent the hell out of their uniparty ruling class. Resentment today may exceed the colonist view of King George. 1776 about taxation without representation. 2020 about lying, defiant condescension toward the American people and the refusal of their elected officials to seek the truth. Vice President Pence did not rise to the occasion. He wrote a thoughtful justification, but the result is he, up, he is upholding a stolen election. History will not be kind to Mike Pence. Maybe he can redeem himself based on the response, his response to the Italian story and finding the Georgia Senate races, Senate races, the continuing damage to America from the failure to address the stolen election after all the evidence of Georgia election fraud, ballot fraud, and voter fraud in the November 3rd election, how could anyone trust the integrity of any result in a January 5th Georgia election that used all the same equipment and processes? The January 5th election needs to be nullified and redone after a change of equipment and processes. And this is not hard, but it is necessary. And that, my very fine friends, is America Can We Talk for today. You can email me at americacanwetalk at gmail.com. You can help out, you can do your part, a part in helping America by sharing the interview you heard today of Maria Zach. Let your friends know what has been uncovered and shared already with Congress. They are now aware that there was proof, there is proof of the actual vote switching, which has been long discussed on this show and disclosed by other experts. This is an extremely important phase, an era, a time in American history. We have America in the balance in 2020 elections. It's time for patriots to rise up, patriots to speak up, patriots to be part of the effort to restore election integrity and going forward after January 20th to work to restore, protect, maintain this precious, unique, extraordinary idea that is America. It's our job. We are this generation of patriots. Our job is to preserve this country against all of the attacks on it. That's why I do my show. That's why I come here every day and talk to you because I love this precious country. I want to preserve it for as long as it can possibly exist. And I would love your help doing that. So thank you for listening every Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time to America Can We Talk, where I always talk truth about America because America matters. And I will talk to you next time. Talk. Truth about America. Can you-